Hey guys, I don't know if we're live yet. Hang on. Oh, there we're live. Are we live? Good morning, rise and shine, everybody who is awake and here with us. Uh, Sorry for going live so early, but that would be Foyle's fault. We're just going to blame it on her. Everything is my fault, (laughs) man. Everything, right? Oh, I got to mute that. Oh, sorry. I don't know if we're live yet. Hang on. (laughs) Yeah, we're live. Are we live? Yeah, we're live. Okay. didn't have my youtube muted but anyway so yeah foil got a new job and she works sunday nights now so uh we gotta do a morning special for you if you want to keep covering this stuff and we have so much fun doing it and we know you guys like it so here we are and we apologize if you're in a part of the world or the country who's not awake yet but you can always catch the replay and uh one quick announcement before we get started as uh some of you guys know i'm speaking at a conference in springfield missouri October 30th, 31st, and November 1st. It's the XCon conference um, put on by Margie K, the UnX network. And they have a deal going right now. If you subscribe to the UnX network, which I think just requires you, you know, giving them your email on the website, uh, you get an, uh, you're entitled to a buy one, get one 50% off discount for the tickets for the conference. So if you're interested in that deal, that link is below in the description. Anyway, so what's going on, Foil? What's Good going morning. on, Aaron? Good morning, guys. What's up? Good morning. Is it tippy toe lemon tree time? <laughs> right. It is. Inside joke. Right. Ah, uh, good morning, people. Happy to be here. Yeah. Uh man, it is early. It is a slight bit on the early side. I'm glad you guys are here with us. This is awesome. Yeah, I, I'm working late. Late. I worked late last night and I work late tonight. So I had to jump on early this morning. A lot of good stuff to talk about today. Yeah, there yeah. is. <clears throat> still clearing my throat, still rub, rubbing the sleep out of my eyes. But um, yeah, so it's interesting. I guess we can just, well, first of all, before that, I want to bring up something else really quick. Did you see what they're trying to do to Russell Brand right now? Yes. Yeah, they're they're doing like a hit piece on him right now. Russell Brand accused of rape, sexual assault, and abuse, and uh, you know, uh, Russell Russell Brand has become a powerful voice for anti-vaxxers. You know, obviously he's been calling out the the jab, the government, All the, BS. the the pedophiles, everything. So of course, all of a sudden, of you know, this Kerry uh, Cassidy. What a surprise! Yeah. Is anyone surprised by this? Right. But I just wanted to bring it up because some people might read that and fall for it, you know, Uh, but this is a quote from Carrie Cassidy. So the celebrity that's spoken out against the vaccine, promoted ivermectin, questioned the Ukraine war and attacked the mainstream media, among many other things, suddenly is accused of rape and sexual assault. Go figure. Suddenly. Right. Right. He preempted it, though. He came out like the day before they released the article and he was like, listen, man, he was like, you're going to hear some crazy things. You know, they're absolutely false. Like all of my relationships were consensual. Uh, You know, don't buy the hype, basically, which I think was a good move on his part. Yeah, not many people would get a chance to do that. Right. So that's even so he must have known or caught wind, which is good. That means, you know, he's got people on his side. (laughs) <laughs> that are tipping yeah. them off. Uh, 
Well, I think they reached out to, I think, so they published, uh, it was like News 4, Channel 4, some some news organization, and they they had reached out to him, I think, like, before they published a story, they, they tend to reach out to the person for a statement, like, do you have anything you want to say? So he kind of knew, he knew, he was like, oh, here we go, you know, oh, okay. so he, I see. he, he I jumped on his channel real quick and was like, listen, you're about to hear some shenanigans, and uh, none of it's true, you know. Right. They even tried to accuse him of getting with a like a 16 year old back in the day. Like he was 30 something and she was 16 or whatever. And right. I why now is my question. Why didn't they do this a long time ago? Like why are they now? He must have something he must have said is sensitive. Like he might like you can talk about mm-hmm. this stuff on which we know. We can cover all sorts of stuff. But when you cover that one thing that's just a little too close for comfort, all of a sudden, you know, that's when they gotta hush, hush you up. Um, right they well, gotta discredit them now before mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i i saw some speculation that it was possibly because of his appearance on bill maher's show where he mm-hmm. went in i don't know if you saw it he went in and he had like papers and he was like listen i'm not gonna give any opinion i'm just gonna read facts and he started he was like uh you know in 2020 the pharmaceutical company said they were going to be creating this vaccine for the good of mankind they made whatever a hundred billion dollars that year like uh a fact uh you know the u.s paid for the funding of the pfizer vaccine however uh you know the pharmaceutical companies kept all the profits fact and then he just kept doing fact 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 and you could tell bill maher was super uncomfortable he was like oh uh kept trying to interrupt him or whatever um of course and and this was a fairly recent thing, so perhaps I'm not making any accusations, algorithm overlords, but perhaps somebody was a little bit pissed. Perhaps it's like perhaps. a they're trying to can get back guys, at them and discredit them at the same time. Yeah. Can you guys see my screen? The new the, what yes. I okay. Mm-hmm. The, I just want to make sure I squared the share the right monitor because if I don't, you'll just see my desktop. We love um, your desktop. But you can see the Russell Brand stuff right now? Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, cause and effect. <laughs> cause on the left is all him calling out everything, and then the effect is him being accused. Um, well, the mainstream media for a while has already been saying that he's promoting baseless conspiracies and all the t- all the typical bullshit that they, you know. Mm-hmm that they say they've been saying that for a while like oh no he's right wing now even though he's not you know oh he's promoting baseless conspiracies even though it's you know what we know they're mostly true or he's at the very least like pointing out the holes and lies that the mainstream is pushing or the government's pushing um and apparently you're not allowed you know you're not allowed to do that either if you do that, you're a, you're a far right wing extremist, conspiracy theorist. If you just point out the obvious lies, actually, I need um, to, I need to automatically stop my share sure. really quick. Um, yeah, exactly. All right, so oh. all right, let's get into this mummy. Um, oh, I, I, I want to play a little video just in case somebody might not know, and there are people out there who don't follow anything, so. Uh, I will play a little TikTok video that actually um, just kind of gives a summary of what's going on here. But I don't know. Before we get in, before we do that. So this is something that actually came out in 2017. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're not recovered ET bodies from Iraq. It's actually from uh, an archaeological uh, site, an archaeological site. There has been 
just as many people debunking this and calling mm -hmm. it a hoax as there has been people saying it's legitimate. Uh, Gaia even Gaia TV even did an entire series on this where they went over all the data and all of the um, mm -hmm. the all of the data and they it, they determined that it's legitimate, it's authentic. But then there's a, there's some other things that point to maybe it's not, and we'll get into that into that too. Jessica Jones remote viewed it. She sent me all of her data, and I'm gonna go over some of that, which is really interesting. Uh, and we'll cover that. But before I get into that, well, do you want to say anything else before I play this little video? Either of you? Man, I no. want to believe, right? I want to believe, but I'm so on the fence. This has been such a divisive thing in the community recently. Like almost immediately, people like took camps on this, right? And I mean, yeah. it's it, it's interesting. It's interesting. I mean, you know, supposedly Gaia spent like a million dollars in 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 paying for research on these on these. Uh, you know, they they're carbon dated to allegedly carbon dated to be a thousand you know around a thousand years old like they were found near the nazca lines in cusco peru and then brought in front of the mexican congress um there are some interesting alloys and just different different weird things it's, it's a really interesting case but yeah, yeah by all means play the video <laughs> play and the like video. And, and abc did a report which i read expecting mm -hmm. it to like debunk it and it was completely like they're acting like it's real you know and who knows? We'll see. I think it's. And they say thirty percent of the DNA was non-human. Yes, apparently. Yeah, so there's that. And all right, let me share my screen again. Share sound this time. <clears throat> this is a. I call. I titled this one TikTok briefing. <laughs> TikTok briefing. Gotta love the TikTok briefings. Exit that. Hang on. Let's get the sound up. Today, September 13th, 2023, Mexico's government did the unthinkable. In a surprise news conference, they unveiled real dead alien bodies. Officials are calling it proof of the extraterrestrial. International experts are being flown in for examination. Footage of Mexican government officials are shown unboxing small gray alien bodies that have been recovered from crash sites. These beings are unlike anything we've seen. Small in stature, their grayish skin has an almost ethereal sheen. Those large, haunting eyes, seemingly windows to a universe far beyond ours. Thanks to advanced scanning, we're getting our first look inside these creatures. Their internal structures are baffling. Systems that appear both organic and, strangely, mechanical. These scans reveal intricacies that are, frankly, beyond our current understanding. For years, there have been reports of UFOs over Mexican skies. Were they all real? The truth might be out there, but today it feels a little closer. What do you think? Today, what do you think? I don't know what to think about this, truly. Uh... It's interesting. You know, I'm not going to take a position that they're real or that they're fake at the moment. You know, I think this is one of the things you kind of got to wait and see how it plays out. But, um, you know, they've got the carbon dating. They're covered in diatoms. That's what that dusty stuff all over them is. So the diatoms supposedly prevent desiccation of the corpse. And if it is a hoax, it's probably not a modern hoax. This is probably something that was done um possibly to recreate something that they had seen you know there's been some speculation that these things were pieced together from various 
you know, like I've seen speculation that that perhaps the the head is made from the back end of a llama skull. Like, if it was done, it was done a long time ago, and it was done probably to recreate something that they had seen. But that doesn't explain the osmium cadmium uh, metal plates in the chest, or the fact that there's some sort of eggs. Uh, yeah, what about the eggs in oh. in the corpse, right? And and now. Right. There's even some argument on the eggs. Like one of the, you know, scientists said that that they had some embryonic development within the eggs, and then others are saying, you know, there shouldn't, there, there isn't anything in there which would actually align more with um, some sort of a reptiloid because the embryogenesis doesn't start until after the eggs are actually laid. Um, so you've got arguments on both sides for this, for sure. Right. And I'm going to go, I'm going to play this and then I'm going to go over some of Jessica Jones remote viewing data, which is really interesting. And uh, she has some really interesting things to say. So uh, we'll play this first. The paranormal chick here. This is breaking news coming out of Mexico City, Mexico. They held a UFO UAP congressional hearing similar to the one the United States held this year. Theirs was today, September 12, 2023, and they took it a step further. They provided and presented body evidence of actual extraterrestrial. As you can see in the video, they are claiming these are two mummified bodies of aliens. They're over a thousand years old and they were found in a mine. Take a look at this footage and tell me what you think. Sir, no hay una evolución posterior. De acuerdo a la Universidad Nacional Autónoma de México, quien realizó los análisis de carbono 14, estos seres tienen alrededor de mil años de antigüedad. Es decir, no se trata de seres que fueron recuperados en aves, que son estrellamientos, sino son seres que estaban sepultados en minas de diatomea, tierra de diatomea. La diatomea es un alga fosilizada con 17 millones de de antigüedad, es fitoplancton que abundaba en aquel tiempo y al desaparecer se fosilizó. So, they're saying it was found in a layer of diatomaceous earth, um, which is interesting, but I, I showed that just because, like, this is shown, this isn't just like some news story. This was a congressional hearing, a Mexican congressional hearing. And they decide to just prior to that and uh, David Grush thing, they literally said, we're not we're not going to be rolling out any E.T. bodies, if that's what you're asking. And then at the next hearing, they roll out two E.T. bodies, allegedly. So. Um, right. The U.S. has their little hearings. And then Mexico is like, wait a minute, man, hold my beer. Hold it, my beer. It, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And. That actually wasn't even the video I wanted to play. I was going to play a better clip, but you get the idea. So let me stop my share for a second. Actually, no, I'm not going to stop my share. Let's just go into Jessica Jones. So I actually, um, you can still see my screen, right? Yeah. Okay. One sec. Let me just make this bigger. There. Okay. So. This is I just screenshotted our conversation. Uh, she I, her data showed organic, but not alien. I said, so native. And she said, no, fake. I said, I wonder why they were presented as evidence at the congressional hearing, unless it's all part of the PSYOP to intentionally confuse us. She said, I messaged, messaged I can't talk this early, messaged 
one of my contacts who said those guys presenting the bodies work for their three-letter agency and were instructed to do so to cause confusion and distrust its control of the narrative and info. And I said, bingo. And uh, she said, uh, they could easily show us something more recent, like Roswell bodies. And I said, right. thank you. I said, and um, right. Why are these the ones they're bringing out instead of all like, the, like there's so many that would be right, like definitively even, aliens, like ETs, or even footage, even like autopsy footage or some of the stuff. Right. They've seen there's so out. many things they could have done, but then they they choose this very ambiguous. Is it real? Is it not? It's yeah, it's very psyopy. Uh, everything about it. Yeah. And then she said, I messaged my contact a few minutes before to show uh, my analysis of the RV data was so contradictory to what my gut said. And I said, Yeah, I need to watch your show. Uh, she goes, Plus, my data said grave robber, which is interesting. So I said, So maybe there was a real body at one point, and that's a replica. She goes, No, my data for the first two targets was indifferent. It could be interpreted either way. My third target was definitely leaning towards fake. And she goes, I'll show you my data. And then um, she said, I only got to stage three out of five for all three targets. I couldn't get much data. So that's a red flag in her opinion. And the first target was two bodies presented at the hearing. And it talked about, you know, just words, green, hard, rough, circular, walking, quiet, um, Inner Earth, ancient, revered uh, statue, organic, lost history, amnesia, extraterrestrial, um, hidden, miniature, Agartha, mountains. Uh, so some of her data was pointing to it being real, but then some of it was pointing it to be uh, pointing it pointing to it being staged. And then the second location was where the bodies were allegedly found in Nazca. Um, Levitation, telepathy, advanced civilization, portal, stargate, travel, uh, multitude, races, ETs, off-planet, time travel, wiped out, needed help, lost in time, dark age, messenger, watcher, laboratory, Earth as a laboratory. Um, you know, it's, it's just interesting data. But, and she seems to think that, uh, oh, here, and the third target was the composition of the body. She said this target was front-loaded, but got interesting data. Uh, stiff, hard, smooth, hidden, blinking, rolling. Uh, I guess that says mooring. I don't know. Um, straight, controlled, combination, bones, decomposed organisms, conspiracy, controlled, pre-planned, linear, graphs, knowledge, graduated, control, mind control, grave robber. Um, I know it's, it's hard to really decipher the remote viewing data, but she seems to think that uh, some more of her... Uh, data showed that she thinks they used a combination kind of like what you said foil of like different animals and even potentially children which came up like bodies right, like, right. different different body parts to make this thing so there might have been an organic aspect to it either way she is like it even the data is contradictory which is really weird and she said she couldn't get much which is a red flag in itself so at the end of the day, like I said, Gaia did a whole series where they basically proved it's authentic. It, it, it this comes down to our discernment and what do we actually feel and what do we think? And then we have to question why, why they chose these bodies. Like you said, Aaron, like why not something else? And, and it does right. seem, it does seem very uh, like 
like you're watching a bad movie type of thing like uh and it, well anything coming anything a government is bringing out is art right off the bat is uh what's their agenda here you know you gotta i'm sorry i don't trust any governments right um, so anything they're parading out there's an agenda there's an agenda behind it whether it's real or not there's they they're it's always going to be a psyop when it's when you're dealing with the government they want you they want you to think a certain way about it. They're trying to steer your mind in a certain way um, for a specific agenda, which is probably not hey, a good agenda. <laughs> so you got to realize still, that. We're still live, right? Y yeah. Think we're, so. we're live. Why? It appears uh, I, to be live. Well, because my whole, I don't know what happened, but I'm exited out of everything, YouTube and everything. Uh-oh. That's on your end. Well, yeah, we've got a little bit of a delay, but I mean, obviously, we're still on Zoom, so that must be there. And it looks like we're still live on YouTube. Okay. Um, a couple of interesting things about her data, like the word statue, which may, like I said, there were some, some speculation that maybe these were recreations of something that they had seen from materials that they could find, which would include organic materials, various bone fragments from different, uh, you know, organisms. Um, and then, you know, there was some speculation about the construction of the actual bone pieces and how that would be such a limited mobility for these creatures, assuming that they were at one point living creatures like um, that. The fact that she said grave robber multiple times, because mm -hmm. I think a lot of the speculation that is that is, you know, a lot of the contention with the presentation was the involvement of Jaime Mosan, um, who has been called out previously for you know and and you know debunked previously for presenting something similar um and then it, it's interesting because as soon as this happened the government of peru filed some sort of a criminal complaint about how and why and when were these artifacts actually taken and removed from their country like they're big mad about this like who got them when did they get them how did they get them out of there like you guys took artifacts from a site like you can't do that right they're they're furious about it so i saw a video last night where jaime was on a live newscast um it was in spanish but the the broadcaster was essentially calling him out you know asking him why where'd you get this and he's like i'm a journalist i'm not going to tell you where i got protect my source and the dude outright called him a liar they got into this huge ass screaming match it was shenanigans. Like the entire presentation, the, the the entire show ended up just being shenanigans. Them two screaming at each other for like ten minutes. It was crazy. Right. Well, it's interesting too because what <clears throat> what a perfect way to take the focus off of the actual bodies, and then now you're like, oh, you grave rob. You you know you where did mm -hmm. you get these from? And like so that now they have an, an entirely new narrative to focus on, and then you forget about the actual subjects themselves. But I don't know. Like in the comments here, another distraction, another distraction. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But okay. I get that. We can, you can arguably say that every single thing that comes out is a distraction. Right. So we have to quit using that. Like this is, this is something much bigger in my opinion. They are rolling all this ET stuff out all over the world now to prepare us for something, whether or not it's inevitable that we're going to realize that we're not alone and they're among us or whatever, or they have some something planned like a fake alien invasion. Regardless, they're getting ahead of the game. They're making this stuff credible. They're making it real so they can, whenever something does happen, you know, it might not necessarily be a distraction. I think this is part of a much grander plan.
Right. We have certainly got a lot of uh, molder worthy news releases in the past few years. You know, it's very, <laughs> very crazy. And what and one other interesting thing about this, you see Ryan Graves, who had presented to our Congress, uh, the pilot um, had they had presented to our Congress. He had found it. He founded an organization for, you know, removing the stigma from ufo reporting um so he was there at the mexican congressional presentation he was there and they had put him they they had invited him there and wanted him to make a statement and he he was actually mad like he got on twitter the next day and was like listen they put me up next to this i, I don't remember if he called it a scam or a sham or whatever he called it but he was like they put me up next to that and he he felt like they were trying to discredit his work by putting him next to something of this magnitude you know like he he was pretty upset on twitter but i thought that was interesting that he was there and he was he was he was not convinced uh but like i said i want to believe i want to believe i mean we all do right I mean, right. I already know ETs are real. I don't. Right. Well, don't we don't need, need convincing. A, yeah. But it'd, it'd be nice, you know, obviously, for on a on this massive of a scale to have proof. So, you know. I've seen somebody saying that these are clearly doll rides inside of them and not, you know, they think it's like a paper mache dummy or puppet with doll rods inside of it. You can see my screen, right? Yeah. 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 Um, I don't know. Like you said, <clears throat> the eggs are there. Um, it potentially could be a hodgepodge or mix, a conglomeration of different body parts. Anything can be faked. You know, we know that now, and there's no reason that, you know, back then they would have done something like this. And today they're using CGI. They don't even need to get the real body. Everything's done. You know, they're just deceiving us. But back then they, it would might, they might do something like this or mm -hmm. i don't know maybe it's real and we're just maybe. so we're just so programmed to believe that this stuff's not supposed to be real um it's easy for us to hear a congressional hearing and they come out and say oh yeah ets are real ufos are real we've been reverse engineering we have the bodies everyone's like see i told you but then somebody rolls out the bodies and like immediately they're fake those are fake <laughs> like you're never going to make everyone happy anyone happy so um you just have well, to typically typically when a when a ufo crash happens or an, or some kind of et body is found or as we know the giant skeletons there what, what happens the people come in swoop it up hide yeah. it and then everyone denies that it ever existed in the first place um so you got to wonder, like, did they just not know those bodies were in that cave or did they uh, not think anyone would find it or did they want people to find it eventually so that it would be a psyop thing at the right time? You know, um, <laughs> you know, you got to ask these questions like, right. <laughs> yeah, <that's laughs> the right. <body. laughs> you know, and that's that's another thing to meme. Like the memes that are coming out right now are, are hilarious. And it's just, it's kind of like the uh, snakes on a plane girl. Like it's everyone, all of a sudden the entire world is making memes. Everybody has a video about it. It's gone viral. It's cake. Right? It's yeah. cake. <laughs> That's a yeah. fake. Some people think that was real, by the way. They're like, oh, look at this cake. You're like that was a fake. <laughs> it was not that cake. Joke, guys. That right. was a joke. Here, I think I have that video right here. Um, 
yeah, I think that's it. That's funny. Um, could you hear that audio or not? Oh, yeah. Okay. Um, what else? What's the other one before we move on to the next topic? Oh, paper mache alien. Right. Could be. <laughs> could be. And then what was the other one? Oh, this one I liked. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That was my favorite. <laughs> um, so, okay, did did you see the uh, UFOs coming out of the volcano? Yes. In another Mexico video coming out of Mexico. So it's a fleet. So this is a screenshot of it. I'll play the video here if it plays. Um, it's fascinating. And like I've mentioned a few times in the past, on Amazon Prime, there's a documentary like... Uh, Volcanoes and UFOs. It's something surrounding that. I forgot the title of it, but it shows all kinds of footage like this of UF, UFOs present around mm -hmm. all active volcanoes. And I mean, you can't deny some of the footage. You just simply can't. Uh, oh, there are hundreds of live, like, you know, like live streamed active cams that are all, focused on these volcanoes all the time that show this happening constantly. Right. That's what I'm saying, too. They're live stream. Like some of them is news footage, even. Right. Um, here. Here's a video. Let me see if I can make it bigger. See that? I mean, that's pretty wild. Either that wow. or some, somebody's firing a machine gun out of the volcano. <laughs> no, you know, I saw the... I saw the worst debunk on this, right? They're trying to say that it was a, it was, it was a stream of Starlink satellites. Out of the <laughs> Honest volcano. to God, that's that's oh what the fact checkers God. are saying that it is a stream of Starlink satellites that just it just the 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 you know the the way that it was caught that it just looks like that. I'm like, come on, that man. doesn't even fit the description of the Starlink that they've already given. That's us. not even what Starlink satellites yeah. look like. Not at all. Oh look, I mean, and there's so what what did I have circled here in the middle? And usually when you like really analyze these videos, you you find more anomalies, even aside from the main fleet that you see, like you, there's other little orbs and stuff that show up. Uh, regardless, I mean, this is some excellent footage, in my opinion. And it just begs the question, what is actually going on at these volcanoes? And why is there always footage like this? Like what, like, what do these craft, the ETs, whatever, have to do with volcanoes? How are they involved? Um, are they? Well, I think they're, because I've seen footage where it looks like they're, a volcano is about to erupt, and then you see all these UFOs go inside of it, and then it calms down. So they're like mitigating um, <laughs> volcanoes from going off, I think. Right. And th right. That's what I was just going to say, too. Uh, like, are they mitigating the effects of it? Mm -hmm. um what's actually going on with it yeah and i think that's or, i think that's usually what's going on with it or either they went in and like 
started it. They they did or that. They went in to aggravate it and uh you know lit the flame basically. Maybe I mean, the benevolent ones are are making sure they don't go off and cause a bunch of destruction, and maybe the malevolent ones are the ones that at least don't care about humans <laughs> are uh doing the opposite. Who knows? I will say this. Uh, you know, from the Mahabharata back, there are ancient Indian writings, there are ancient texts that that cite strange sightings near volcanic sites. And if we think that these things have maybe underground bases, a, a volcano would be a phenomenal source of power for an underground base. You know, right? Maybe. You know, who knows? Well, Mount like Mount Shasta, a lot of these mountains are volcanoes. They're just inactive currently. Right. Um, they're dormant. And there's there's a lot going on under that mountain and, and a lot of these other ones, like Mount mm-hmm. Adams as well. So, yeah, I think it's very possible um, all these volcanoes, yeah, have like ET bases under them mm-hmm. and they probably lead to inner Earth. Is know? Mount Adams a volcano too? Uh, I th- think so. I think maybe it was at one point. Um, Barry Everson. What's up, Barry? How's it going? He goes, I would say fake or not. All of this alien info coming to the mainstream is helping to wake up the masses and question the narrative. Which is yeah, true. Mount, Mount Adams is a dormant volcano as well. Yeah. I would yeah. Mount Adams, yeah. It, it hasn't erupted in a thousand years, but it was yeah. at one yeah. point. Right. And I agree with you, Barry. I think either way, this is helping with uh it's helping to push the nudge the collective consciousness forward. Uh, and I've said this, my argument continuously now is our children now are being born into a world where we're not alone. Uh, you know, we were born into a world where nothing else existed. We were isolated here on this pale blue dot in the middle of nowhere. And now we have it being acknowledged on the news by the government. So kids growing up now, like they can't, that narrative is gone. It's changed. So that changes everything for the future, in my opinion. So you know, just buckle up and see what happens. Buckle up, man. Right? What are your thoughts on that NASA report? Oh, the 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 the, the nothing that they gave us. Like the we're gonna get around. We're gonna we're gonna study this, guys. This is a study saying that we're gonna actually do some studies, right? And I love how he got up there. Bill Nelson got up there at the at the press release, and he was like, "Listen, we're gonna appoint somebody to look into this, but we're not gonna tell you who it is because you guys troll our people, right? You're mean to us on the internet, so we can't tell you." Who is going to be in charge of this? I thought that was that was great. <laughs> People are mean to us, so we can't tell you who it is. Well, I mean, that's working for that's the right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Like, that's welcome right. to is it first day here on the internet? Like, welcome to the internet, guys. Right. Like, what did oh. you think was going to happen? <laughs> right. I forgot to I forgot to link that NASA thing, but it's not even worth it. Like, it's just a, it's like the most worthless thing I've read. <laughs> Right. Oh, oh, you mean NASA? You mean the same NASA that says they lost the technology to go back to the moon, and that's why we haven't been back. Lost all the all all the videotapes and stuff. They lost all the footage. They lost the technology. They we don't. Yeah. But it almost has the feeling. This report almost has the feeling of like like they're given like this agenda, this timeline. It feels like and like uh, said dates. They have to release something, Mm -hmm. and it's like they don't like they don't want they. They don't want to release anything or they don't have anything to release, but they have to put something out just to like, it's called the con- 
public acclimate continuing public acclamation program or something i forgot what it's called it's an actual like bill that was signed saying that every so often they have to release something um to acclimate the public into the idea of the ufos or whatever i have it written down somewhere anyway it feels like that's what they're doing it's like they're just like holding up their end of the deal and releasing something you know whether it's good intel or not it doesn't matter like they just have to put something out that's almost the feeling that i get and uh, yeah yeah and, that makes sense yeah and nasa in hebrew which i just learned it means literally means deception to deceive yeah and i had to i i didn't just take the memes word for it i went and looked this up myself <laughs> you didn't I, believe I was, the meme tyler come on i, man. Had, I had to What's go because i because <laughs> i've i've looked up you know, I researching what we do a lot. I find stuff that isn't true a lot. You know, you'll see right. memes yeah. and stuff going around, and then I'm like, okay, that's that's clearly not. It takes the case. You two minutes of research to figure right. out that it's not true, but people just share stuff around without exactly. And they and you know, I've done it too. I have shared stuff that hasn't turned out to be true, and uh, we all have, I think. Um, mm -hmm. And because. And I apologize to anybody who shared something of mine that ended up not being true, because what what we all do, and this is something that we should all consider, we just take it for granted that whatever source that we trust already vetted this and already did the research, and that's why they shared it. Mm -hmm. So when Journey to Truth shares something, people share it without looking it up. And then I'm like, oh, shit, I find out, oh, shit, that wasn't real. So then I'll, I'll either make a statement or I'll pull it down or whatever, or sometimes just let people decide for themselves and let it be a lesson, you know, but uh, we have right. to, we have to acknowledge the fact that not everything that all of our favorite influencers are sharing is the truth. Uh, so. Well, I've noticed that you have, you have really started, like when you post something, a lot of times you'll say something to the effect of like, I'm not saying this is true or not use your own judgment or use your own discernment. And right. then you'll post it. Like you, at least put the disclaimer on there. Like I'm not a hundred on this. So right. you guys, the yeah, onus is that. on you to look it up. Yeah. Or I'll like, just we're all going to look into this. Yeah. yeah. I, or, I'm not saying this is definitively true. Mm -hmm. Or I'll uh, just put the word uh, thoughts with question mark. Thoughts. Right. What are your thoughts? And then still people will get mad at me for sharing it. This is obviously fake. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes, you know, uh, sometimes it's something that's so crazy that I really do believe is true, but I can't prove it. But I don't want to come out and say this is true because I can't, I don't know for a fact, but my gut tells me it's true. There's really no quote evidence. So I just put it out and I'll just say, what are your thoughts? And just let people decide. But um, by the way, this reminds me. So on Rumble, there's somebody under the name of Journey to Truth 8 who's replying to a lot of comments and they're giving an email address and they're actually people are uh, think they're having conversations with us. It's one of the better, um, better scams I've seen. So somebody reached out to me and made me aware of this. So if you are in a conversation with somebody with the email address and screen name journey to truth eight acting like us, it is not us. The same it with is not us. The same with telegram. This happens like weekly on telegram, either my personal or journey to truth you know there will be some spam bot or somebody mm -hmm. acting like me or journey to truth and that one's a little easier to tell but it's getting they're getting better and better at disguising themselves as humans now so uh just well, you've made it now man when the bots right. are imitating <laughs> right. you you've definitely done something you good right so <laughs> if you get a message 
a private message from me or journey to truth on telegram it's not me just so you know i won't do that well for and one all you got to do is check the name of who's messaging you and then check our channel you'll it'll be slightly different right so you can prove it to yourself if it looks if it seems suspicious uh i can almost guarantee you that's not us but you can also prove it by looking at that right. uh, oh it's it's not them Okay, and uh, yeah, well, this is something I wanted to bring up too. So this isn't, there have been many other mummies in Peru that have been recovered and a lot more realistic looking, in my opinion. Carrie Cassidy over on Project Camelot, if you go to her website, um, she has done many interviews. She's, she's actually been covering this for years now, since 2017. She has plenty, a whole library of interviews breaking this down and covering a lot of these other bodies. And uh I just wanted to bring that up. If anyone's interested, like you go over to her channel and you can uh, dive into this, but there's been other bodies. Uh, some of them are kind of wrapped up, but there's a lot of what Nazca mummies that come out of that area. Yep. Um, what else were we going to cover? Oh yeah. Yeah. So everyone thought there was a uh, Starlink or no, a SpaceX launched the other night. Mm -hmm. But it actually wasn't SpaceX. It was a um, Department of Defense, right? Vic Victus Knox. Victus Knox. Yeah, Fire. So Firefly <laughs> launched for Space Force, the Victus Knox mission, um, on on the fourteenth, I think. Uh, and it, I mean, they were they were sending up a small satellite, right? But but some of the some of the people caught footage, and it looked kind of wild, and they weren't sure what was going on. Um, Firefly did not live stream the launch, which was weird because the government asked them not to. But there, it's still, there were videos caught, uh, you know. But but they they were able to use their Alpha launch vehicle and get this all prepped within 24 hours. And I just I love the name Victus Knox, like uh, conquering night, right? Uh, but yeah, so they launched on behalf of Space Force. So that's what that was. If you and saw what, that. what I found interesting is uh, I'm just going to read this from the article that they put out. One sec. By the way, yes, I'm drinking from a plastic bottle. I've had people <laughs> give me shit. We literally had comments of people like, you shouldn't drink out of a plastic bottle. Traitor! <laughs> um, should I drink like Trump? Yes. So, yes, absolutely. Yeah, you gotta use two hands. Yeah. Uh, okay, so our camera on South Mountain captured the site during the 7 p.m. hour, and we have been getting calls from the people in Phoenix as well as the Grand Canyon. Something similar was also spotted in Los Angeles area. According to the website of Firefly Aerospace, there was a rocket launch on the evening of September 14th from the Vandenberg Space Force Base in California. According to the Firefly Aerospace's website, the launch is related to a so-called responsive space mission called Victus Knox. The goal of the program is to demonstrate the United States, dem is to demonstrate the United States capability to rapidly respond to on-orbit needs during a conflict or in a response to a national security threat. So it it's interesting the narrative they put out. It's like almost training for some sort of um, possible invasion, right? Uh, some sort of space right. battle. Like, that's what they're saying this is, which I found interesting. But it looks exactly like the SpaceX launches um, do, which Penny Bradley says they're she's she says that technology is an EM drive that opens a portal. And they just anytime they do it when they're traveling, 
it's something that they can't hide from the public eye so they give us the narrative of a launch and she thinks it is a launch but it's it's a launch that actually opens a portal and she breaks this down in detail um and i've actually played that video a few times but it's very possible because you see the little spiral that happens and everything mm -hmm. um that's just a rocket hitting the firmament tyler come on man hey it <laughs> could be um here this is from somebody this is some f 11 seconds of what it looked like um i don't know where this was taken from i have no clue what that is could be a satellite it could be space junk or we're being bombed <laughs> or we're being bombed could be right <laughs> um but the, and the thing is is we just have to take their word for whatever they tell us it is. But what I find interesting is we've all seen the NASA launches. We've all seen the rocket launches. And this never looks, it never looks like this, you know, this type of a launch. Yeah. It never looks like that. That didn't come out until the SpaceX started launching. And, you know, we've gotten a million different explanations, but um. Uh, when Penny Bradley saw this, the first one that was apparently tested years ago, she was like, oh, my God, she couldn't believe her eyes because she had seen it before. And she was like, they're she couldn't believe that they were doing it in front of the public. And she's like, they have that successfully opened a portal in front of everyone's eyes. And she goes, so you can imagine everyone celebrating because, like, you know, it's a big deal. But it is interesting how all the SpaceX launches, like, I don't even know the percentage of them that fail nowadays. Like they just go up and explode like that in itself is curious or to say the least. Right. Um, what else do you have for us foil? Anything? Uh, what well, Avi, Avi Loeb. Talk oh, about I, him for a minute. I, I thought you meant like Avi, like obvious. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was thinking I saw so, uh, Avi Loeb. Yeah, there you go. Uh, this, this poor guy. So he finally releases. So I don't, for those of you that have been catching these shows where we talk about space news. Um, so he had, he, this is the guy that had first claimed that the movements of a muumuu mm. seemed to possibly have some sort of a control because it sped up when it was leaving the system. Right. And so he was convinced it was an interstellar, interstellar something. Right. Exactly. Uh, Right. He he said it could possibly be a spacecraft, um, but that it was definitely interstellar. So he started thinking like, OK, let's look for other possibly interstellar objects and, and find a way. So he had found something that came that, that landed off the coast of Papua New Guinea in 2014. And he thought um, this this has the potential to be something interstellar. He had the Department of Defense verify his calculations and with 99.9% accuracy, they agreed this is something that had an interstellar, you know, interstellar potential, uh, that the, the trajectory and everything was was proper, that this is definitely worth exploring. So he goes out into the ocean and he uses this sledge, this magnetic sledge to pull all of these spherules off of the seabed. 
And he collects a bunch of fragments, like 700 fragments, and he starts doing studies. And he's looking into the material that they were made. He says, listen, this is nothing like anything we've encountered. Um, the strength of the metallic spheres, they don't match any of our alloy compositions. Nothing we've seen from asteroids that we, that we know to be in our system. Like, this is weird. Let's investigate. So he finally releases his paper the other day, and he says, uh, yeah, these are absolutely not from around here. You know, these are absolutely interstellar. The next question we have to answer is whether or not they're natural or technical in origin, right? And he he's leaning towards that these work. This is something that was constructed. So he releases this paper, and this guy is like chair of the. He's like a department chair at Harvard. Like it's not some guy that's known for shenanigans, right? Releases this paper. He's getting. St- just savagely trolled by other academics now you know of course they're attacking him trying to attack his research trying to attack the methodology of the paper trying to attack the presentation of the paper like they're just going in on this poor guy and he's been you know to his credit avidly defending himself on interviews and everywhere else i mean he's released a new book called interstellar right where he's writing about all of this and he's got his he's got his uh, i think it's substack where he writes where he posts his updates um, I think he's doing a really good job with it. I don't know. But I mean, this 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 would be the first object that we know that actually arrived to Earth from outside of the solar system. This thing that came in 2014. Now, there, I'm sure throughout the course of history, there have been more. But this is the first one that we've been able to find and identify and say with any kind of definitive certainty. Right. This is not from around here. You know, acknowledge it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, what's interesting is, you know, we hear, oh, you know, they're all they're pushing out all this stuff because they're promoting like the fake alien invasion or whatever. And it is possible. Right. But if they wanted us to believe in all of it and they wanted it to be legitimate, like, why would they like there's why would they put the counter narratives out immediately? You know what I mean? Like you think it would be overwhelmingly like this is real. Like I don't know. Like the the Peru, the ET tax attacks mm-hmm. in Brazil or whatever it was. Um, you know, immediately the mainstream news comes out and debunks it. Like if right. it was the mainstream propaganda to promote a fake alien invasion, why would they come out and debunk it? And then why? You know, why are they going against this guy? Why are they? Why is you know, they're going against the uh, Mexican evidence, right? I, I think the agenda is truly just not not to promote one narrative or another, but to sow confusion yeah. so that you don't even know what's real, right. right? Because then if you don't even know what's real in a time of serious crisis, you're, they assume that your first instinct is to go with what the authorities tell you because you've been so confused by all of this information from other places that when something, when the shit hits the proverbial fan your first instinct is i don't know what's real i don't know what's happening what are these guys saying and then that will bring you back to believing their bs in my opinion i think that's the most highly likely scenario to be perfectly honest uh they want us confused they want us divided they want us stressed um and they want i said this in a couple episodes ago they want us stressed they want a stressed planet so the resistance is minimal if everyone doesn't know what to believe, if everyone's divided, if everyone's confused and stressed, paying their bills, they're just hanging on by a thread. You know, your foot, you're, you're stomping on your head as soon as you walk out the front door every day. They're being poisoned from all angles. We're exhausted. They're, you know, what kind of resistance are you going to have if people are just in survival mode at all times? You know, 
And that I think that's ultimately the goal. And like you said, I think confusion is confusion is the way is of, the agenda is the way of the devil it is the Antichrist. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. They want you confused. I mean, more than anything, what's the, you know, what's scary to them? Somebody who is confident in who they are and exactly. who knows themselves and, you know, completely um, tapped into what they are capable of. You know, they don't want that, which we talk mm -hmm. about right. all the time. Right. No, they don't want you to believe one way or the other. They want you to not know what to believe right. at all, you know. Right. Um, I didn't even ask you, but did you have any trivia questions for us? Uh, you know, I do happen to have a couple that I could throw out there. Uh, yeah, I can do that. Let's do it. Let's so, do it. Since foil has to work, we can't do a super long episode today, but we can have some fun before we wrap this up. Yeah, I get to go to work. Woohoo! I'm excited. I'm excited about my job. Let me not not play. It's good. It's good. But yeah, I got some right. trivia right. questions See? we can do. That's what that's what they want us all. The, I like my job. I'm excited about it. I love working. <laughs> it's better I than working three jobs. Okay, yeah. I'll just put no, it like I that. It's I get, way hey, better than working three jobs. You know, if it, we all have to work, right? I mean, you can. We all have to do something to pay the bills, regardless of who thinks. We all think, you know, whoever you think you are. We're all, we all still have to, you know, play yeah, this game. But try to, you know, align your passion and your, what you love to do with making money. That's, that's where it's at. Right. Do that, you know, work towards right. that. If you know, work towards that. And at some point you'll, you'll get there. Right. Yeah. That's, right. that's where it's at. Absolutely. Until we don't need money anymore until, you know. If that, What's up, Erica? Lifetime. Cosmic Mama, she said, look at the fact that our truth or disclosure community is confused and divided. So for sure, they don't want any leader or community with knowing. Right. right. And there's so many tr truthers, you could say, uh, gurus, influencers that claim that they have the ultimate truth and they're prominent right. names. But the problem is, is it's not aligning with the other people. So it, one, they all can flag. Right. They all can't be true. So you can clearly see there is truth within all of them, but there's something else uh, going on behind the scenes. And there's a reason that different narratives are being pushed and maybe there's different groups behind those people and people are, that are being used to get push information like that. Most of the time, it's somebody who is unhealed, who's in their ego and easily manipulated. And that's those are the types of people who end up becoming the biggest names in the quote community. And because they're easily used and they're going to do whatever they need to do because they're still feeding off of the, you know, the ego. They're, they're still feeding off of that stuff, off of the praise and the attention and, and being and putting themselves on a pedestal. Mm -hmm. uh, so we have to really be careful in, right now uh, because uh, it's very clear that everybody is saying something different, which means that there's multiple different groups using multiple different people to push multiple different agendas and there might be a core truth that underlies all of them, but at the same time, like believing in every single thing that each person puts puts out in every detail is yeah. not, not a safe, healthy practice. Not at all. Well said. Yes. Right. Kudos to you, sir. Exactly. Don't. Yeah. Here's what I'll just put it simply. Listen to everyone. Listen to everyone. Don't don't just not you know um i mean it doesn't mean you have to like hardcore follow everyone and listen to all their stuff but like 
you can generally be like, okay, this is what this person's saying. Great. But don't be a follower of anyone. Don't be like, oh, I believe every single thing this person says is gospel truth, which is what I see a lot happening in the community right now. You find it's like these cult groups where here's the cult leader and here's all their followers that believe every single word they say is gospel truth. And they think this, this, everything this person says is what's happening right now. And because of that, they discount anything that goes against that. Right. <laughs> like that's a religion or a cult. Like that's, that's and, what made it into, you know? And I, I, I see this a lot. It is the biggest name people. They literally tell you who not to listen to. They tell you who not to follow. And, right. Big, that is big, the big red flag. number one red flag. Like, yes. Um. Anyway, ask anyway. us some questions for you. All right, all right. I got, I got a couple. I got a couple for you. Okay. Um, let's see. Let's see. Okay, Trovant stones, which actually give birth to new stones and grow, are found in what country? Is it A. Romania, B. Russia, C. Brazil, or D. Canada? I'm gonna go C. Everything's that, happening down there right now. I know, right? They're super busy <laughs> right. down there with weirdness. I'll go with C as well. All right. What what is the audience? Yeah, Trovant stones, guys. They give birth to new stones and they grow, which is wild. You know, these are rocks, supposedly. Uh where are they at? Are they A Romania, B Russia, C Brazil, or D Canada? By the way, rock, rocks growing isn't like that. That's a crystals grow. Rocks grow. Even, even yeah. mainstream scientists acknowledge that the Rocky Mountains are getting bigger every year, which, right. which doesn't make sense according to the official narrative. But things right. grow. Yeah. Right. I no no no. I agree. I agree. But these. I, I wish I had a picture I could show you guys. Uh So the answer is. Oh, sense of soul got it. Karen Caldwell. It's Romania. Damn, of I rocks like growing Romania. and giving birth happens in Romania. Come on, man. Besides you mountains, right? <laughs> right. Um, so th these are considered living rocks of Romania. They're known of Trovants. Even though they, if you see the they look like something from an alien planet, like truly. Uh, so they start out as pebbles. They grow about, now they grow, when they say they grow, it's like two inches per millennia, uh, right? They mimic plant and mammal life. Um they grow almost in the same way as plant tissue and they give birth to new stones almost just like an animal. They look like blown bubbles that are made of rock and they, they vary in size very, you know, greatly. I mean, some of them have now grown to be like several feet in diameter. Others are small enough to fit in your hand, but they're main, mainly composed of a hard stone core surrounded by sand that forms the shell and then minerals from, you know, in rainwater form a reaction that builds pressure inside of these rocks that makes them grow and multiply. Um, and then it, kind of like the rings that, that make up trees, you know, you can do dendrochronology with the rings in the trees. Um, when you cut these Trovant stones in half, you can, you can see the rings that actually represent a period of growth for them. Wow. Nice. So even though they're not alive, like, I guess in the, in the scientific sense, you know, yeah. uh, they change with time, they grow. They and most, most crystals will continue to grow in the right conditions until they break off. And then mm -hmm. that's when they stop. Just like a tree branch. It's like a tree when the, mm -hmm. you know, it's growing and growing until the branch breaks off. Then that's the shard that you find on the ground, the branch. Uh, there's a cave, I think in South America, I watched a documentary. Uh, it's the crystal cave. It has the largest crystals in the world that are just. Oh growing. yeah. Right. And 
it's like extremely hot, like 120 degrees in there at all times, or even more, even hotter. You have to have like a hazmat suit on and everything. You can only be in for a certain period of time before your body will start to shut down because of the conditions. But it, it was all underwater. They discovered it underwater, then they drained it all. And to do in, uh, <clears throat> experimentation, investigations, whatever, exploring. But when they drain it, they're killing the crystals, they realize. The crystals only grow in the water, in the hot water. Right. So they, so they create, the, it's a massive, like, multi-million dollar setup. <clears throat> Sorry, I need to clear my throat. Um, it's a whole organization that is literally paying to have this, this cave pumped they're pumping the water out of it and created a man-made lake a hundred percent of the time i'm thinking to myself who has the funding for this what kind of scientists right. have the funding for this and what are they actually doing here this is something much more that you know maybe somebody knows that they're by killing these crystals or by draining this cave it's going to like wound the planet this is kind of what i felt and NASA is one of the companies behind it. Like, Imagine and they're that. draining, they're keeping, they are paying millions of dollars to keep this cave drained to create, and while creating a man-made lake, flooding an entirely different area. And these gypsum crystals stop growing and they actually start breaking off and dying. Well, these are, these are conscious beings. They're alive. Somebody, somebody knows what's going on. And it's like a murder scene in my that's opinion. crazy that is crazy I, I, you know me and my star trek fascination there was one where the crystals actually embodied consciousness they could mimic or no that was stargate that's stargate, stargate. yeah that yeah. was stargate the blue crystals, uh, yeah yeah right it's well, crazy. crystals do have a consciousness i mean that's yeah. actually disclosure might be, but but i think there's uh i think that's probably disclosure of like crystals on other planets that like are literally doing that in my opinion but you know right yeah, that's uh, where it's like they literally can um, create a double of you that you know goes around. Um, has all crazy. your memories. So. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's what that episode of Stargate uh, promotes. And they were actually realized they can communicate with the crystal. And I know people right now that communicate with crystals here. And I mean, and they learn a lot. And mm -hmm. And they can see through time with these crystals because the crystal, it's like a data storage bank. Yeah. You know? Well, they in Stargate, they also use crystals uh, as, as data storage in the ships and stuff, right? Right. Yeah. And, well, and that's the big argument or controversy surrounding the crystal skulls. People think they're computers, you know, and mm -hmm. they hold all this information, which we do know quartz is used in all of our electronics for that very reason, so... Right. Uh, All right. What else you got? Crazy. I got. Okay. We'll do. We'll do one more. Uh, in the Victorian era, bodies were frequently exhumed with claims of possible vampirism. What's what disease do scientists now attribute to these claims? Is it a the plague, b dengue fever, c tuberculosis, or d coronavirus? B. Final answer. Sure. Um, C. What was C? Tuberculosis. Tuberculosis. I don't know. Right. In the Victorian I... era, bodies were exhumed with claims of possible vampirism. What disease do scientists now attribute to these claims? A, the plague, B, dengue fever, C, tuberculosis, or D, coronavirus? I'm seeing lots of B's and C's. 
Lots of bees. TB. Oh, that means tuberculosis. Mm -hmm. So. All right. Well, that is the answer. It is tuberculosis. Uh, All right, Aaron. Right. Um, So, right. Good job. (laughs) By so by (laughs) by the late 19th century, scientists had actually discovered the bacterial origins of tuberculosis. They called it consumption as well. Um, But, you know, tribal knowledge was that the disease was inherited and that it could drain the life from the relatives of the people who survived them. So a lot of times they would go exhume these bodies and they would see, you know, hair fingernails, even teeth had appeared to have grown. And the, the complexion of the body would still be kind of ruddy. The skin would be warm to the touch. They would find blood in the heart. And then, of course, they assumed uh, that's clearly evidence of continued life, right? The, the dirt above the graves would be disturbed. Um, the skin would pull back and it would look like they were smirking and then there would be blood on the lips. And of course, of, you know, of course, those are vampires, right? That's, that's what they thought. So there, there's an example of this that was given in 1892. Uh, in a Rhode Island cemetery, a, a group of people gathered to dig up this family of vampires, and they exhumed this Mary Eliza Brown. She had died eight years earlier of tuberculosis. They found her. She was partially mummified, right? Her daughter, Mary Olive, had died not long after of the same disease. Um, n- nothing remained of her but bones and hair. But when they removed the young daughter from the crypt, um, Mercy's body the daughter had this other daughter seemed really well preserved, right? So they had the area medical examiner there. He was called to perform an autopsy. And of course he determined that it was a vampire. Uh, And then, you know, they go through their anti-vampire slaying ritual where they remove the heart. Um, They set that on fire. There was still blood in the heart because they cut it open before they did this. Like it was a crazy thing, you know? And even though, this guy, the, the medical examiner, knew that, th- that finding blood in a heart was typical at this stage of decomposition. Um, you know, he still went along with the with the tribal knowledge that this was a vampire, even though scientists had already determined that these are actually tuberculosis deaths. This is what happens after the body dies of tuberculosis without our modern, um, em- you know, embalming and whatnot. So, yeah. So often they would think tuberculosis victims uh, were actually vampires. Who knew? Interesting. I I mean, vampires never went away. They're just they just look different. (laughs) I mean, maybe they are existing somewhere in the Queen's Castle, you know, exactly like we imagine them in the movies, maybe. Um right, who knows? Who knows? Well, I believe it absolutely in like energy vampires. Like there are people that can literally suck your energy from you that that i believe without a doubt oh yeah um and then there's in every culture there are stories of like beings that live that feed on blood you know the blood is the life this kind of thing like i tend to wonder you know well we did a great episode with lexi eisenhower on i remember that the royal bloodlines and the vampires and even tying it to reptilians and all kinds of stuff it was actually a lot of people. It was one of their favorite episodes, including myself. So if you go back, I forgot what it's what episode number because I'm just terrible at that. But um, we did cover this extensively, and I think we did it uh, justice. We did a due di- or a Yeah, that was a good show. Diligence um, covering that. Um, all right, so I'm going to show one more thing before we wrap this up, and everyone see me share it on social media. It's the John Lear 9-11 video, but I'm going to share it because I po- I posted it on TikTok on the morning of September 11th, and it's John Lear talking about the Twin Towers being destroyed uh, via satellite weaponry. 
And I put it up on the morning of September 11th. Within 10 hours, it got 27,000 views, over 27,000 views. And then it just stopped. The view count just stopped, completely stopped. For five hours, I'm watching it. It didn't move. It didn't move. It didn't move. And then they removed the video because it went against community guidelines. I appealed it. And uh, we apologize. It doesn't go against our guidelines. And they put it back up. And since they put it back up, the views have stopped. Of so what, what happened was it was going viral. Like it was literally just taking off in a way none of my TikToks have. And somebody's like, stop it. Yank Shut it. This down. it. Right. <laughs> Shut it down. Gotta, oh, no. Yeah. So um, they, they destroyed all the momentum. And now it's just. And to there. me. Like what to me, if you were on a fence about what he's sharing, uh, maybe what he's sharing, maybe because they did that, it makes me wonder if like he's not spot on. Seems more legitimate now, right? Yeah, let me uh pull it up and have it ready before I share my screen here. Um, where's it at? There it is. All right, let me share the screen. The uh, <clears throat> World Trade Center one and two were destroyed by these uh, satellites. Uh, they're using uh, molecular dissociation. And what they do is just take apart the makeup of concrete and um, steel. And that's what all that dust was floating around Manhattan. Uh, it was just the steel and uh, concrete coming apart into particles uh, 80 microns in diameter and uh, what happened is after they after everything was done and and said they wanted to build uh, a new uh, set of towers and what they found out was um, this was the first time that this weapon of molecular dissociation uh, had been used at apparently full power. Well, what happened is they found out that uh, uh, it was not um, uh, self-quenching. And what that means is after they quit firing it, it did, the effects didn't stop. So that when they started to build the buildings where the World Trade Center uh, were, um, they would immediately rust uh, and they couldn't build there. So what they did is they made a reflecting pool in there that is the exact uh, dimensions of World Trade Center 1 and 2. Uh, and that was, they said that that was for, uh, you know, in, in memoriam of the people that were killed there. But the reason the reflecting pool is there is because they couldn't build anything there. And then they built the, uh, the new buildings around that uh, reflecting pool. So, What's interesting about that is I had a uh, firefighter, somebody's a firefighter in that area reach out after the um, after I posted that. And they said that, wow, they said that would explain why the ground kept smoldering there for months. They literally, they couldn't put the fire out. It kept reigniting. It was like constantly smoldering. And mm -hmm. So you have a firefighter who watched this and was blown away. And in, in his mind, it made perfect sense. Like if right. there was some sort of weaponry that was the, the effects were still taking place, 
So right. the reflecting pool is to keep that from the effects from spreading essentially. So it, it, and right. however long it's going to take for that to fizzle out before it, it stops decomposing the metal and concrete, you know, it's just a memorial, but it's interesting regardless. I had, you know, on TikTok, this reaches a lot, a bigger art, audience, a lot of quote normies. Um, mm -hmm. And there was a lot of negative feedback. People just like, get the fuck out of here. This is absolutely ridiculous. Like TikTok, TikTok's getting worse with these crazy conspiracy theories. But then there's a lot of people that, you know, think that it makes sense. Well, molecular think, dissociation does seem to make a lot of, you know, everything yeah. molecularly dissociated except those damn passports. So those were perfectly intact, right? Nothing right. there suspicious yeah. at all. Magic, the right. magic That's passports. a great point. <laughs> um, yes. Yeah, and, and people are like, well, there was bombs, there's evidence of, um, uh, what's that, T, uh, thermite. Um, I think it's all the above. Yeah, I think, it, I think they wanted to make sure that this went down. So they had the bombs, they had whatever they had in place on the ground. And then the beams coming from the satellite was to soften everything. Like it was to soften mm -hmm. the metal, soften the concrete, just to make sure that this went down. Like these, they didn't want it just to like be half-assed, I feel like. Right. Right. Um, okay. Well, Foyle, I know you got to get going to work in about an hour. So we'll, we'll let I you. Do. Uh, I do. We'll let you go and we'll let you get ready for work. But thank you for joining us this morning. Oh, I love being here. Yeah. And thank you guys who are all up early enough to catch this. And um, we appreciate all your love and support. Don't forget our documentary is available. Cahokiauntold.com. If you haven't seen it, go check it out there. That link is below. Our next webinar coming up is on Dumbs, the Agartha Network, Hollow Earth, uh, it's it's growing every day. I'm super excited. We're uncovering lots of stuff and I can't wait to cover that. So if you uh, want to be there live for the webinar on September 24th, it's going to be live on our Patreon. It's only $5 to sign up. That link is below also. We'll probably make it publicly available, um, you know, months down the road. But for now, if you want to be there live uh, while we host the webinar, uh, sign up for the Patreon. We would love and appreciate your support. And I think that's it. Do you guys have anything else to say? No. No. This Much love to you fun. guys, right? Much, I see Aaron. Uh, Aaron Moriarty says he's going live at 1 p.m. with Andrew Basiago. Oh, nice. Oh, right. yeah. Nice. Just, Everyone check that out. Actually, it was just on his show the other night on last right. Wednesday. Yeah. So if you haven't right. seen that, go over to Truth Quest on Rumble and check that out. Hey, Aaron, how's it going? Everyone go subscribe to Truth Quest on Rumble and go check out that Aaron and G awesome. Rose says it's a paper mache alien <laughs> <laughs> um seems legit right anything's possible anything's all right guys possible. uh we love you have a great day and until next time see you guys